Greetings, everyone, and welcome to Rolling with Disadvantage, the D&D podcast where we won't be playing D&D. As always, I am your host, Tyler. And I am Till. Just Till. I thought you were going to do, and I (laughs) will always be (laughs) Till. If you're new to the show... RWD is our karaoke podcast where we argue, debate, and scream into the void. But in a melodic tone! About various aspects of D&D 5th edition. Feel free to join the sing-along by tweeting us at RWD Podcast. I feel like we would somehow lose the few listeners that we have if we did that. If we sang... No. Yeah, we would. We have. We, we do have a consistent but small listener base. I love the focused nature of you guys out there. Many, you know, at least five of them are our players. Yes. Um, four. Only four. Besides you and I. Oh, yeah, that's true. Four. <laughs> um, but we do have... There's people who consistently listen from other countries. Hey, out there in whatever place you are at. Germany and England. We see people listening to us. Guten Abend. Um, but we consistently get... And you can all see this on, on SoundCloud alone, you know, 30-ish listens Ish. on an episode. So we have consistent listener base. And we love you all. So thank you we very much, people. We don't know who you people. are, yeah, but we you, love you. You know, you don't tweet at us. You could tweet at us. But we have followers. We do have. We have followers on SoundCloud and on the Twitter. And so the, the tweeters, I have I have made an account you have, and followed you, have you back. You made a Twitter. I've made the Twitter. I've followed you guys back. We follow, uh, feel free yep. to have if you just want a normal discussion and you don't want to involve uh, Tyler over here. Just let me know. I have a personal Twitter, but it's private. It's probably better that way. All of your <sighs> radical ideas and such. I don't like social media so much right now. I think that's generally true for me all it's the time, like, which is why it took me X amount of years to get a Twitter. Well, again, Twitter is gross. Okay. I don't you were on Snapchat, a, aren't you? No. Oh. I well and if I, now I might have made one to try and find pictures from a bachelor party, but uh, I don't actually use it. That's fair. Uh, or ins- you have it's tic- either that or Instagram. You have a TikTok? No. You don't want to make I, music videos on a TikTok? You're like Which is a you're sign like, that I'm old. Yeah, I was gonna say that makes you an old man yes. at this point, right? Yes. You know, to be fair, Facebook is a pretty good resource. We had a Facebook group that mm-hmm. did con- like the you know we post summaries to, or you'd write yep. you know letters to the party mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Now we just use the Facebook Messenger, which works works just fine. It's mostly gifts. Like, yeah, I feel like it gets derailed. I would like to time. make a statement to all of our listeners out there, and I'm willing to take the sacrifice of people stopping listening. Oh. It's pronounced GIF. It's a GIF. You motherfuckers. It's not okay? a, it's Anyone that says GIF to me, I will slap. It's not GIF. If one of you comes at me and says GIF, I'm going to find you, and I'm going to hit you in the face. Yeah. There no. is no word, no word in the English language that goes G, vowel, F, and is a J sound. G, vowel, F. I'm, I'm going to think of that, but I always just think of a gift, and I take gift, a T off. Gaff, guffaw. All G vowel F. I don't care. Oh, that's what the guy said it was. That guy's a fucking idiot. He took graphics, interchange, format, made GIF. That guy can die. Okay, whatever that guy's name was. I'm going to Google it. Hold on. I'm very passionate about this. He is. GIF uh, inventor. I'm Googling it. Steve Wilhite is. Hold on. Hold on. I'll figure out. He's an old man. Steve Wilhite. Is born in. Come on. Let's go to Wikipedia. Born. Born. Let's go to, to the. It doesn't fucking. Doesn't know. It's never fucking born. Well, I guess it doesn't matter then. Old man. Seventy-eight. Gif. Okay. I don't. Gif. 
Until Marisha Ray and Matt Mercer tell me otherwise. Jeff. I would be pissed. I'm like, I can't watch Critical Role anymore. I can't I, do it. It would, it would definitely hurt. I, I mean, I still watch, but it would hurt. No. That, that, that's like learning someone's a flat earther when someone pronounces it Jeff. Oh, man. Oh. That's what it is. That's oh. that's the equivalent. Oh man! If if no, someone, yep. no, no, yes, it is because no. that proves how stupid you are. You can are. say GIF all yeah. If you, I, if, if, it, if it comes down to being a flat earther or saying GIF, say GIF. Here's my question: Is your D and D world flat or is it round? Uh, it is very very obtuse. It but, has weird angles. Oh, okay. But is it a globe? Oh no, it's uh, it's more of a. It's it's shapes. It's shapes. It's not. It's not flat except for some spots. No, I'm kidding. I, it's of course not flat. Jesus Christ. I want to. I want to make a things. globe for my map, but like, I, don't I don't know, know how. how you can look out. <laughs> and there are other planets <laughs> that exist, and are doing the same thing our planet does at a different pace, and they're all fucking round <laughs> as fuck. And you're like, well, Earth, we different. We rotate differently. We're flat. We just kind of rotate and flip ourselves around like a fucking quarter flip. So the you're telling me. That, you know, in your D and D world, to call back to last uh, to last episode, if an orc walks in your town, fine. If a flat earther walks in your town, you you descend exiled, them... <laughs> exiled. I'm gonna have a flat earther society. In, I'll uh, tell them to campaign. walk until they get to the edge of the earth and then come back. Well, that's the thing in D and D, there could be an edge of the earth. Could there be? Yeah, could I can make be. my world flat. I can make whatever I want. You go to Mechanus, there's an edge to all the gears. That's a different plane of existence. I'm saying there's precedent set to have a flat world. The great wheel cosmology, it's a wheel, not a ball, therefore flat. Wheels are round. But they're disks. They're not spheroids. Aren't they? Isn't the world flat? I mean, just think, it's, isn't, just, isn't the entire cosmos just BB-8 in a simpler form? With a head? Rolling around with a ball. No, it's a turtle. The turtle's all the way down, my friend. Turtle? Turtles carrying the universe. Yeah, it's turtles, 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 turtles. <laughs> it's actually what on the back of an elephant or something. I don't know. I don't, know. I don't remember what it is. All right. Anywho, that was a giant waste of time yeah, at the front of the episode. That. Apologies. It's GIF and the world is round. If you disagree with us, fuck yourself. <laughs> but if you have to pick one, the Earth is round. It's toss up for me. Okay. All right. What's our topic for today? Uh, First I think, topic. Let's let's talk about technology at the table. Tech at the table. So we have done an episode on distractions, distractions and courtesy at the table, but yes. this is more specific technology. Yes, and it's more about the implementation of technology in a session. Like it's actually benefiting the session. This is this is nothing to do with a distraction aspect. This is what technology can do and can be used for to create a more immersive experience. But I start by asking, should it create a more immersive experience? Yeah. I if, mean, at the at its core, is D and D not a pen and paper game? Uh, that's. There's two things. One, dice. And dice. Two, no, it's all in your head. Mm-hmm. So if, and this, hey, hold on, getting comfortable. If you are a certain kind of person that has a hard time imagining things and likes this digital medium through which to perceive your imagined reality, I don't have any problem with that. But isn't that then removing it, essentially, from your imagination? Some people are bad at imagining, but they still want to play D&D. Mm-hmm. So are I you, know I play with several of them. Are you saying that those people shouldn't be given the necessary handicap to enjoy <laughs> the game? Uh, yeah, I, I don't really have an issue with it. I'm just worried that at what point does... D&D become a, a video, video game. game. Baldur's Gate. 
It's a great any, video game. Any, any but, I mean, if I'm sitting there and playing it, at what point does it become, you know, I don't, we're all at our laptops, moving our pieces in a digital board. So you're saying Roll20 D&D yeah. is not the same as D&D? I don't think it is. Really? No. I would find so many people that disagree with you. In fact, you might have upset more listeners with that statement than us with our GIF and Flat Earth thing. Probably not. But, nonetheless, I, I think it's a fine alternative but at the end of the day, I'd rather be at the table with my friends than yes. on Roll20. Obviously, it would be preferable. Okay. But there are many people who play over Roll20, and it's just as fair of an experience. I See, now, the, the reason I'm going dis- to disagree with you on this one is if I'm watching – let's just let's take a live show. Let's, mm-hmm. let's take a, a show that's streaming. A group that's playing together in the same place is always better than those people playing in various places across wherever they're playing. And why is that? Because it just seems so disconnected. But that's from an audience perspective. That's not from a player perspective. Having done Roll20, I can tell you it is worse. Having DM'd Roll20, it's a great tool. I'm not saying it's not a great tool. It's a fantastic tool. I'm saying that it is better to be Having the digital person. maps, okay. having the chat feature where you can whisper to people, mm-hmm. having you know the, the separate panels you can pull up. Like, this is you're talking to this guy, or this is a black screen, this is a travel screen. Like, there's so many cool digital tools available. And I'm not saying there aren't. I'm asking simply, at what point do we stop? Never, question mark. Like, I know that you and I have discussed putting a monitor in a table. I want one. So that we can then project our maps. I want one. But then do we use digital pieces for our characters? No, of course not. Why not? Wouldn't it be easier? I mean, if you want to do that. When I say never, question mark, I mean... Some people will keep going until it's a fully digital VR immersive experience. And some people like you will stop. You can't stop progress, and you shouldn't. If some people want to do it this way, that's their game. That's their play. If they find four other people who want to do that, by all means. I think you bring up the point that that I would like to get to at the end. Is that (laughs) it's all about preference. It's all about what works for you and your group. But I don't think that any one person should dominate that opinion. Um, correct. Because you can't. The one thing I will say is that if a DM isn't capable of using Roll20 or something similar, don't try to force them because it'll be a shit campaign. Correct. So when we have our sessions, you know, 60% of the table has a tablet or a laptop in front of them. Yep. And I, as the DM, use it for the campaign, the music, if I have to roll a lot of dice, uh, you know, notes. I'm using it practically... For practical purposes. And even when I got to be a character at New Year's, I had an iPad because I found that to be easier. Mm-hmm. To be fair, though, it's exactly the same as the pen and paper. It was just my character sheet and my book and my and, um, and other and like notes. Mm-hmm. It, I wasn't using it for anything beyond that. So really, you know, where's your line drawn in, in oh, it's computers at the table. Well, I'm just doing the exact same thing, but with a computer. Mm-hmm. Is that a problem? No, I yeah. use a I use laptop at yeah. the table, especially if I'm any kind of spellcaster. It's just so Obviously. much easier to track yeah. everything. In D and D Beyond, they're encouraging it. You know, Curse Gaming and and Wizards of the Coast and Critical Role. They want you to be digital. Mm-hmm. Screw the planet. Make your uh, deep earth mineral devices and mine and well, make mean, everything. It's better than cutting down a bunch of trees to make a bunch of paper. Have you seen deep earth mineral waste pits? It's disgusting. <laughs> it's a literal toxic wasteland. There's one. Okay, we'll find it. We'll look at it later. That's fine. 
But there's it's it's just a tool. I think it's just a tool. So you don't think that it'll ever get to the point where it takes away from what makes the game special? What makes the game special? That's my question. I think we've touched on it several times, and it's it's the it's the touching. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's the touching. What makes the game special? It's it's different for everybody. First of all, mm-hmm. it's the story you tell together. Yeah, and it's it, the fun you have. Yeah. If you can manage those things with technology, I don't have a problem with that. By all means, have your digital table with the with the glowing lights and the di- digital pieces and the laser pointers and the iPads and the everything. Eventually, everyone's going to be wearing VR goggles. That would be sick as fuck. Okay, the world. it'd be sick as fuck. Where you just like everybody just has you wear the, the the AR glasses, so you're still staring at each other, looking at the board. But when I click a button, suddenly the battle grid has these monsters pop up on it, and they're living, you know, just Star Wars chessboard monsters. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm talking about. And you think that'd be more enjoyable? Yeah, that'd be fucking cool. Okay. That'd be so cool. I think it. I think it would then start to become a different game altogether. Sure, that that's fine. Then it's then it's. A R D and D, not A D and D. A R D and D. Yeah, augmented reality D and D. That could be an entirely separate thing. And then, then you'd have these old school people like, oh no, back in my day, yeah, we, we, we just had books and we didn't have any fancy I goggles. I had to read thousands of pages to memorize my spells. I had to roll two d sixes three times. Yeah, you fancy people with your poundo dice. Yeah, poundo dice. Yeah, it's the least fancy dice you could possibly get. <laughs> Honestly, I have no problem with really any of it as long as it's not a distraction. Okay. Cause why? It's if if it's if it's fun. If the if you're having fun telling the story together. But does it become less about the story and more about the experience then? Only a only if it's distracting from the story. They should work in tandem. I agree with you there. Mm-hmm. They should work in tandem. Um, but if you're, and I'm watching, you know, again, I'm really early in uh, campaign to a critical role, and they'll uh, they just started using D&D Beyond on their tablets yeah. and. They're constantly have no idea where anything is, so that's distracting. <laughs> like something will happen. Like, hey, what's your you know stealth bonus? Whatever. Like, oh, uh, uh, suddenly panic scrolling through D and D Beyond over and over again. Like that's distracting. That's a problem. To so just better integrate it. They just need to better integrate it. You know, that's their fault for not knowing how to navigate an iPad. Um, they just need to better integrate the stuff. But Matt has been using the 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 colored lights overhead and music and they all have laser pointers and you know he uses his phone to pull up resources all the time mm-hmm. so he integrates it well okay it's about integration baby forced just, forced integration i just always worry that eventually it'll take something away from the game why just because you're an old man yeah things change get used to it bitch i don't want to you have to i like the way things are that's the sign of a curmudge, my friend. Oh, I very much am these days. You may not have to like Nine Inch Nails music anymore. I love that show. But you have to accept that change happens. I like new Nine Inch Nails music. The only constant is change. And technology is not immune to that. However, the world will likely end. <laughs> <laughs> the eventual heat death of the universe. And, uh, you know, when we, when, we, when we pull ourselves out of the ashes of the zombie apocalypse, we're just going to have pen and paper again, and we're going to play D&D that way. But we're going to be zombies. <coughs> Radioactive, delightful. Because honestly, zombies. this whole technological revolution is but relatively short and fast, mm-hmm. right? Um, D&D, what, what was it, what year? 77, right? Um, when do we start involving laptops in our D&D sessions? 2012, uh, right? When we, when we were on, when we were on um, Roll20. Yeah. 
So that's math 23 plus 12 35 thank you 35 out of 40 years of D&D and I, I would say that a lot of people probably around that same time using roll 20 when it started happening where they didn't have it so this is quick this all this whole mm-hmm. jump in technological innovation is pretty fast mm-hmm. and could easily die just as fast we have people like you poking him old school like no no we don't do that here <laughs> we I feel like I and I've I've when in the old campaign I used to use the tablet to roll dice even yeah and it was very convenient but I missed the feel of actually rolling the dice mm-hmm. and so I went back to using that as soon as my laptop I tried going pen and paper full it's hard these days it is it's hard it is especially just writing notes yeah it's so much easier to type up notes yeah everybody has that same meme where you see a picture of your notes from the last week like what the fuck did I write yeah like none of this makes any sense yep. You you'd write half a name down what they looked like like there was a scary door like what the fuck did this mean? But if you but if you're trying to type it out, you can usually type things a little bit faster. Um, you know you can usually organize them a little bit better. You have like a spreadsheet or something mm-hmm. like that. So it's just a tool. It's just a tool. I have no problem with it at all, and I think it's fun. Well, I I would actually like to hear from our listeners about any. You know, crazy technology use, whether it is a beautiful digital table that you can project all your shit on, or if you have sound effects that you play or anything like that. You know, what do you oh, do man, that sound enhances the game? And is there anything that you think is going too far? Anecdotally, do you think this enhanced the game? You played a Kenku once and you just had a soundboard. A soundboard. Yeah. Was it Donald Trump soundboard? Uh, it was uh, Donald Trump, uh, Arlie uh, Ermy. Yeah, and uh, did that enhance your experience as a Kenku? It was funny for the time. I wouldn't do an entire campaign that yeah, way. Hell no, kill me. Yeah. Okay, all right, we'll be right back. Okay, we're back. I think. Hello. I'm not mistaken. She's dead. She is dead. We were just discussing a show known as Green, Green Acres. Acres. Ava Gabor, the older of the Gabors, apparently. She did too? I would assume so. If Zsa Zsa Hold on. Born in 1919, okay. died in 1995, so she had a good life. Uh, 76? Let's see. Zsa 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 dead. Zsa dead, yeah. Zsa died. She was 2016. Yeah, she was a 2016 Well done, Zsa 2016 had a lot of casualties. Every year is a lot of casualties. No, 2018 and 2019, or 2019 so far, not a lot. Excuse me. Not a lot of casualties. Give it time. Well, people are holding on. They're like, fucking not going to die now. How can love be real? Sorry. (laughs) That makes me upset, whatever you just did. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, Wait, was this our musical show? Yeah, it's our musical show. That's what I was singing. Oh, okay. We could just kick it up a notch and just start singing in the next section. No. No, it's not going to work. But every once in a while, maybe a line will get through. What am I doing? Uh, underneath it? No. It's a, it's a sound. It's musical, but it's a sound. What's it sound like? This sounds like... All I do Let's go for like a train sound? Because of our topic we're talking about? But that's that's the sound from... What's, what's, what's the topic we're talking about? Do you want to talk about railroading? Steering. Mm-hmm. Steering, not railroading. <laughs> steering a campaign. Steering a campaign. You know what I really hate? Speaking of steering. Go. When you watch a movie and you see an actor doing that stupid steering of the wheel, and it's just, you know, they're just like back and forth, left and right, wiggling. Yeah. They're like wiggling the wheel. Yeah. 
stupid. Nobody drives like that. Uh, if you're a shitty alignment, you might. But then you're not any of these. Nobody in these movies has shitty alignments. You nobody don't drives know like that. Yes, I do. I've you seen Baby Driver. He didn't have a shitty alignment in his car. Well, I have not actually seen that. It did not look appealing to me. But you know, Kevin Spacey aside, fantastic movie. I'm not a big Jamie Foxx fan. He's not a big part of the movie. That's fine. It's mostly about N. Elgort. Elgort. What's his name? I'm already a fan. The main guy, the main actor is Ansel, Ansel Elgort, I think is his name. That dude. He's, it's a good movie with a good soundtrack. You'd like it. I'll just listen to the soundtrack then. Yeah, go ahead. Do that too. Okay. Baby. So, steering. Steering a campaign. Railroading. How much should a DM be involved in deciding where a party goes? Isn't that called railroading? No. Not necessarily. It may be implanting suggestions. It's not saying you have to go here. Seldom is a railroad take the version of you have to do this. It is it is I'm causing events to occur to force you okay. to go somewhere. And should that happen and if so when? Um good question. Should? Probably not. Should sometimes? Yes. Cuz there is a there is a 80% chance with any campaign that you guys are going to derail at any Something time. Something has gone wrong. Yeah, every time. Oh, yeah. Every time. Absolutely. So you so you or the or, DM reserve the right to be like, <sighs> take a deep breath, mm-hmm. recalibrate, right? How you know, and, and, and manipulate events a little bit to try and get it back on track. So what happens? Does an NPC walk up and say, oh, you guys have done this. What about this? It's Yeah, it's always a reskinning. It's a reskinning of, of the call to action. Mm-hmm. It, you know, the call to action say it was going to be there was a damsel in distress, and you guys instead worked for the person who kidnapped him. Yeah. So reskin the person who hired you to kidnap the damsel or whatever, their wife, whatever, is in danger. Oh, you know we'll help you because we're working for you already. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just reskinning. So okay. so nobody should be none. It should be none the wiser, mm-hmm. right? Because mm-hmm. it feels bad, man. Hashtag yeah. feels bad, man. Yeah, if I you get railroaded. So I, I was uh, in a situation last night with the group that I run uh, where they they have several things that they can do, and they're very worried. They're still alive, huh? Still alive. Uh, uh, they got uh, petrified recently by a death tyrant, but they got fixed. I was afraid. I was petrified. Yeah, exactly. She turned me into a newt. <laughs> I got better. I got better. Exactly. <laughs> um, so they, they, they got through that very I think they did a great job. Um, but essentially, they're at this point in the campaign where there. they have things to do. They have options. They've got roads to take and whatnot. But they're so worried that choosing the wrong one will mean that they fucked up. So they're paralyzed. They're, they're paralyzed. paralyzed by indecision. They've literally decided that they're going to... Because uh, essentially, two guys were off the normal sleep cycle that the group's on. Yeah. So they're going to rest for a full 12 hours... And see what happens in twelve hours. Just, just, just see what do happens. Like, do in the ex world. machina. Like they're we're, they're waiting for the ghost in the machine to come along and do something. Yeah. So are you gonna be like nothing happens? I I haven't. I mean, essentially the way that I'm playing this world is events are happening. Yeah. Things are happening. That makes sense. Of course. So where they're at right now, maybe something will happen. Um, I don't want to say anything because one of them listens. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
it's just it's like for me I, at one point I'm like God, you know, should I have this person come along and say this is going on in this place? You should go check it out, you know. Or should I say they should they get like a vision of this from maybe one of their gods or something? Like I, I was struggling, and I enjoyed them role playing. They do a great job. It, this is by far the best group that in terms of role playing. Like by far, they are incredible. They'll role play through any scenario. We went four hours yesterday, solid role play, no combat. It was wonderful, but at the same time. I think they get very caught up in it and they just don't want to make the wrong decision. Well, that's the, that's the thing. That's the implication. Is there a wrong decision? There absolutely isn't. There's From their there's perspective and from yours. There, there's no, not in my opinion. <laughs> Fuck. I enjoy every bit of it. Well, then if you say there's no wrong decisions, then you should never be leading them by the hands or railroading them. I right? Just, it's, not even, it's not even, I don't want to lead them to a certain spot. I just want to tell them that it's okay. Like I almost want to just be like out of game and say it's okay. It's okay, okay guys. Pick. Just fucking do something. Just do something. It's fine. You're not you're not offending me if you choose to do this or you choose to do that. Just pick. Yeah. But I want to do it as much as they role play. I want to do it in game, but I don't have a good mechanism by which to do that. So then, you need the ghost in the machine to come along and influence them one way or the other. And what form would that take? Yeah, an NPC is obviously an easy one, mm-hmm. or the consequences of their actions, mm-hmm. right? Where it's like, oh, you know, we could either go to um, Dragonstone and check out the dragons mm-hmm. and the lady, mm-hmm. or we could go to Rivendell and check out the elves, but we don't know what's going to do. So fucking a fire killed everybody in Rivendell. Makes it easy. Makes it easy. They're like, all if I, gone. If I did that, they'd go to Rivendell to investigate. He's investigating. <laughs> Truth. I just had that thought as I said it out loud. I'm like, they would 100% go there. Yes. So it would work the other way. It's reverse psychology where it's like, oh, that place got wiped off the map. We're going. We got to go investigate. We got to go find out what happened. Unless you make it super so obvious. Like, oh, no, that place is now infested with dark times. All of the elves left. Yeah. They all went to the um, in Lord of the Rings. Uh, yeah, it's yeah, called yeah, 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 um, yeah, 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 yeah. Valinor. Yes. Valinor Shore. Mm-hmm. Get it, bros. So they all went. They all went to the beyond the sea. And you guys, any of you Valinor Shore boys out there listening, get it. Is that from yeah. Dag? Yeah, that's fucking stupid. Yeah. Anyway, so they all they all leave. So you can make the decision for them that way, but it's always good to make it seem like it's their fault. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, because you did this, guilt them. This happened. Guilt them into action. We'll also make it feel like they're truly involved. Yeah. Right. Um, oh, that's happened. Many times like that far. one time that city got destroyed because you guys didn't now, wait go there. A second, you leave Apple out of this. It's gone. It was a wealthy, tiny town, very much like uh, what's the guy that, that was running it was a murderer. It's a Spanish and an town. Asshole. It's a Spanish wealthy town called Ibiza. Oh, Catalan. Catalan. Thank you. The whole region, the Catalonia yeah. region of Spain, very much like that. And you guys are like, you know what? No, we are gonna go rescue a dead woman's we soul. We did the best that we could with what we and had. And you came where back, we and that city was gone. Yeah terrorized by massive monsters. It was wonderful. It was cool. It was great. Yeah. Consequences. Felt bad. Felt bad. Felt real bad. <laughs> I thought it was funny. If I had unlimited diamonds, I'd just go around resurrecting everyone. Ugh, unlimited diamonds. I wonder, what's a wish? How many diamonds can you get with a wish? How many diamonds can you get with a Can't wish? Can't you like, get a certain amount of money? 
I think it's like a couple hundred grand. Er, you create one object of up to 25,000 gold pieces in value. So you a diamond to true resurrection. That sucks. That does suck. That sucks. Wish used to be so much better. Well, there was wish and limited wish. Yeah. No, just wish. Yeah. You allow up to 20 creatures that you can see to regain all hit points. Yeah. It doesn't. You undo a single recent event. See, that seems that's, like that's much way more powerful than pieces. one diamond to true res somebody. Way more powerful. Yeah. See, I feel like wish, honestly, this says your your DM might have great latitude. Mm-hmm. That's what a wish should be. Yeah. A wish should be not limited to those yeah. in any way. You make the wish. You should say, what happens, happens. I wish for this. And yeah. either the DM says, okay. You know, the spell doesn't work, or you, they oh, reframe it, it entirely. It works, but it may not work the way you want. No, because if it's like, I wish to cast 14 wishes. That's not gonna work. Okay, you do right. in fourteen separate multiverses. <gasps> no, what? Yeah, you wished you cast it at fourteen other people who all made wishes. Yeah. <laughs> Wish the it, consequently scary thing. Oh yeah. Or you could give. Wish uh, there was something real. Wish there was something true. Ooh, good song. Um, you can always make the minutia of. So I was kind of stuck on your players being paralyzed by indecision. Mm-hmm. The minutia of their activities can have consequences. So say we're in the tavern. I'm, you know what? I'm bored. I'm waiting. I'm gonna pickpocket a guy. You pickpocket the guy. And in his pocket was this thing from the scary cult or whatever. Like, oh, I remember that exact situation. Yeah. We, uh, I think his character's name was Alucard back in the day. Ugh. And I, as sorry a, if you're listening. I as a bard went ahead and distracted the crowd, and he pickpocketed someone, picked up a portable hole. Happened to be a dead body in that portable hole. Classic. That's where you keep bodies. What did we just stumble upon? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You 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 implement the clues, the breadcrumbs in their everyday activities. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you know what? We're just resting in the town. Are they in a town? Yeah, kind of. But yeah, we're in a town. We're gonna go shopping. We're gonna go to the barkeep. Barkeep's dead. What? What happened? <laughs> you know, so so and so has gone missing. Uh, oh, we we just got a huge uh, inventory of magical weapons from a from a local treasure hunter. Like, who's the treasure hunter? What do you mean treasure hunter? Like, you you easily just put plot hooks, mm-hmm. tiny little plot hooks mm-hmm. that all lead back to where you want them to go. But I just I I want I somehow want to do that without doing it. I want to influence them without actually doing anything. That's not how it works. I know, but <laughs> it's and it's so tough because I love what they do and I love the way that they play the game. And I feel bad whenever I have to do something, or not have to, but whenever I feel the need to go in and say something or do something that makes them make a decision. Because then I feel like I'm making myself a part of the game instead of just letting them work it out. I like. I wish that I was comfortable enough to let them literally sit there for 12 hours for three sessions trying to figure out what to do next. But I can't. I like. I would. I. I feel the need to get them to go somewhere. I think you should try it. I think you should take. You know, flex your willpower and like, nothing happens, nothing happens, nothing happens, and just see <sighs> what they do. Honestly. God, that'd be so hard. Or just or position yourself like draw a diagram, put them in the circle uh-huh. in the middle, and you position like this event, this event, this event, and this event with no context. You give them no clues. You leave them nowhere, mm-hmm. and see how if they end up in any one of those. Just by virtue of their own actions. That could work. With, with no things from you, no connections, no hooks, no nothing. But they, you know, you, you, you say, in the forest nearby is this, in the well outside of the town is this, underneath the tavern is this, and up in the bell tower is this. Mm-hmm. See if they end up there by their own shit. 
that might be closer to letting you just like hands off. Yeah. Because I think your. I think I, I think I could go one more session with not saying anything. Because our part, our party. Yeah. They can't do that. No. They they're doing shit. Yeah. Doing shit and they're fucking up. <laughs> your your money party, they're not doing shit. They're just talking to each other. Mm-hmm. So we need somewhere in between. Yeah. We need somewhere in between where sometimes we're not doing stuff. Other times we're doing stuff. Mm-hmm. We need to relax. Mm-hmm. Relax at X. Chilling out, Max, and relaxing by the pool. Oh, Rax, I'll put it A couple of guys. Outside of the school. Yeah. A couple of guys who are up to no good. They uh, started hanging around the neighborhood. Yeah. Um, and you got in one little fight. Your mom got scared. And we had to move. Uh, 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 auntie, yeah. Auntie and uncle in town called Bel Look for a cab. <laughs> Exactly. So, so that's a plot hook. That oh my god, Fresh Prince Adventure. Fresh Prince Adventure. Fresh Prince Adventure. Oh, uh, this actually brings up a thing. Uh, I have to demo one shot. Four. Uh, it was a game we played on Saturday. Mm-hmm. So just look forward to that at some point. What? I'll explain later. Said we were playing a, a drinking game, and one of the things happened, and a rule was made, and I ended up Kings? En- enacting the rule. No, different game. Uh, I ended up enacting the rule, and the rule was I have to DM a one-shot. Fun. I also had to arm wrestle a stranger at the bar. And how'd it go? It, it, it actually, I made a good friend. His name was Kyle. Cool Did you dude. win? No, I lost miserably. Really? Oh, yeah. Because you're tall. He was a big dude. Oh, okay. Big dude. Burly dude. Did you get to pick the dude? Yeah. You picked to, to arm wrestle a big dude? Yeah. See, this was you guys waiting around, and stuff happened. Yeah. I He was he was there. He had his girlfriend, and they just seemed nice enough that they weren't going to beat my ass afterwards, so... I don't think if you if you politely ask me, hey, would you arm wrestle me? If even if you won, isn't that? But that's kind of like an, a declaration of intent for physical altercations. Yeah, but if you know, if you agreed to is, the polite invitation of the so, arm wrestle, essentially the way it worked was we had all done car bombs. He had spoken up and said, "Oh, car bombs sound great." I'm like, "You want to arm wrestle? Loser buys around car bombs." Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. That's a friendly, it was a friendly challenge I, I, with some again, mistakes. Lost miserably. Everyone did a car bomb. We were all friends. That's a lot of car bombs. It was great. <laughs> Can never have too many car bombs. So your players. So, yes. How do I translate what just happened in my life into the... Real life's your best inspiration, man. Yeah. So, so When you least expect it, some shit happens. I don't know. I don't know. It's something that I've run into. And I, I'm sure you have as well. Oh, yeah. I've railroaded the shit out of you guys sometimes. But so give, the, give me an example of a campaign bygone that is something where you you kind of force – not force us, but – and I don't want people to get caught up on that term. We're not forcing people to do stuff, but just pointing out that this is happening in the world. You should be involved. Um, Put me on the spot. Put me on the spot. Put me on the spot. This is happening in the world. You should be involved. Like the first time that we were in Katkin in the old campaign, and things started falling from the sky. Oh, yeah, you know, you are involved in that. Um, the very beginning, when we got out of the Underdark because yep. we didn't want any part of that campaign, mm-hmm. and you walk into this town, and they're like, "There's orcs in them hills. Go check it out." Like <laughs> that was it. Like, hey, you're you're not dwarfs. There's some shit. Were they orcs? No, I thought we fought like. There yeti. was a yeti out there, but yeah. I think it was orcs, and they were also victim of the yeti. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, yeah. So the little things like that are where it's easy, where I need you to get out of town to go do some stuff. Mm-hmm. But go. This is the only hook available to you. Yeah. And that's really, that's the main way. It's like, this is the only hook available to you. Well, I want to go talk to everybody else. Roll an investigation check. There's, there's just nothing else happening. I rolled a 19. Nothing else of interest just discovered. Yeah. Really, I rolled a 19? Yes. There's no bounty board. Nothing's going there's on. There's no bounty board. There's no 
shadowy you, you guild. You have to do the main quest. I'm sorry. There's no side quests available. Yeah, there's no side quests available at this level. I'm sorry. You are not in a town with side quests. Yeah. You, you, you are. You've done it all. You're, 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 you know, ready to go. You can finally do the main quest. Well, and even um, in the later part of that campaign that you're talking about, they, go into the, they went to the town. Kekin was the town. And well, half the party was there. You had gone off on your own thing. Mm-hmm. And you got teleported there by Malgus. Mm-hmm. He just he showed up. He's like, you have to come with me. And you did. And you ended up in the town to fight things yeah. falling from the sky. They were killing everybody, yeah. which was super fun. Um, but that's as close as I usually get to it is, I need them to get back together. I need I need this thing to happen. So this is why these NPCs existed in the first place. These like kind of powerful NPCs mm-hmm. who usually show up when you need them to. Okay. Like, that's their entire role, mm-hmm. right? The next time Cola Luca shows up, you guys are like, fuck. Some something, shit's about to happen. Happening. Something significant is about to occur. Because he showed up a lot early, and he has showed up like up. twice. Showed up three times. Showed up once at the um, goblin dwarf fortress outside the dwarf fortress. That was the first time we met. And him. then he showed up outside the green dragon. And t- and then he showed up. You waited with him, and he took you away. No, he showed up in Kakin. Didn't he get us out of Kakin? No, you guys ran, literally ran. Like I remember, we're talking about two different campaigns because my campaign takes in the same same place in this uh, takes place in the same world. I feel like we talked, we told him about pe- about our, the dude trying to get into Brigadoon because you 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 were in Brigadoon because you <laughs> went with him after the Green Dragon. He like rescued you and teleported oh, you away oh, okay. and took you to Parlay. I don't know. I, think the, I, I know none of green, this makes any sense to any of you who are not in our campaign. Sorry, I apologize, sorry, but sorry. there was a, there's a racist city. There's a Green Dragon. It's hard to pick which is worse. And there's a. a Jamaican slash South African accented traveling merchant. So it was offensive. Vaguely, vaguely offensive for me, my but, white guy to do. I do the voice really well. He, he, um, he commits to it. Yeah, I commit really cringily. So, <laughs> steering this discussion, is there ever a time that you feel indecision is too much? You got to give them something. Yeah, of course. Yes. As a DM, I'd say if your players. What's the limit? But that's your fault. That's why it's okay if you're the DM to, to step in. If it, if they reach a point of indecision, it's probably your fault. Okay. Like, it's I don't, DM to fix I don't it know what to do. That means you didn't provide the keys for them to, to open the door. Mm-hmm. You know, I, it's it's not always. I'm not going to go with always. Probably your fault. So, you, so, of course, push him. Okay. Like, all right, listen, this scary-looking dwarf with, with um, you know, a burn marks all over his face showed up. I want to talk to that guy. Perfect. <laughs> yes, you do want to talk to that guy. Or like, I want to fight that guy even better. Get him. Exactly. So, of course, push. 100%. Okay. Well, I'll keep that in mind. I'm going to push you. Push it real good. Now, it's, this is our musical episode. Yeah. Yeah, push it. Push it. Ah, as usual, we learned and solved nothing. <laughs> Make sure to subscribe and rate the show wherever you found it. Follow us on Twitter at RDBD Podcast. What's your Twitter handle, Till? Till Aubrey Lil. Oh, at Till Aubrey Lil. Um, and feel free to send us topics you want to hear about or your Dungeons and Dragons rants at RWD Podcast. I'm here for you listeners. And as always, we will see you next time. Till then.